Good morning, Charmers. Welcome back to another episode of The Charming Libra. I am your host, Tasha. Happy Tuesday. Happy Mars Day, which is take action today. Happy, happy um, second week in 2023, you guys. Oh my goodness. Um, it's, it's, it's the second week, you guys, and I hope everyone is still moving toward their goals slowly but surely you know so slow and steady wins the race um just build a system build like do everything you can to take it day by day that's what I did and I feel like this is the most easiest um um routine that I've uh I've made myself um because I have um really developed a great system I have Three planners, I know crazy. Three planners, one that stays home, one that is like a weekly, a daily and weekly planner, and one that is for me. And the main one is for like big events, doctor's appointments. The one that I carry with me is for like self-care, things I want to try and do, um, like date nights and stuff. And then the other one is how I execute each day for the goals that I want to achieve. So I have a year, I have goals that I want to hit within the year, but I also have goals that I work on each month to kind of break it down some. Um, and then I use the day to work on every, like each part of those. So I don't have 20,000 things to do in a day. I have about like maybe six or seven things that I do. And if I don't get to all of them, no problem. It goes on the, it goes on the, uh, next day basically. So like, I think one day it was raining really bad. Um, and my body just really was like, you need to rest. Cause I've started working out again and it's been feeling great. So I work out in the morning and then I go and do my cardio after like, after like a few hours afterwards. And there was one day I just felt very tired. So, um, I, my body was just like, you know, rest. My intuition was just like, no, you're going to rest. So I rested. So I put the walk on for the next day and then I got it done. I had my rings closed on my uh, Apple watch and it was amazing. And with that said, this kind of, um, this episode, um, is a bonus episode today. Um, I think there are two very important transits of 2023 that I felt like deserve it, deserved its own episode. Um, and I'm sure you guys have heard um, that, you know, this is the year that Pluto will be moving into Aquarius and that um, Saturn will be moving into Pisces. So this is going to be a very, very interesting year. Very. Uh, the North Nose as well will be moving into Aries. Uh, it was in uh, Taurus and South node in Scorpio. Now it's going to move. It's going to be moving in Aries, and south South node will be in Libra. So the eclipse seasons will be a breakup of um, Taurus and Scorpio, and then once it moves, it's going to be in Aries and Libra. So lots of growth in those signs, and wherever those signs are in your house for your natal chart. So make sure you ch- uh, you check it out. But um, yeah, so. I know for mine, Aries is in my ninth house, Libra is in my third house, so it's going to be a lot of growth between like, you know, travel, uh, communication, um, ninth house is like higher learning, spirituality, and it it just, yeah, (laughs) 
it, it's just, it's going to be interesting, put it like that. Um, but, um, I'll probably do that own separate, like the North nodes moving into, um, those signs. I probably should start doing that, but we just haven't really touched on that. And to be honest, that's part of the one that I still need to learn a little bit more. So that's why I don't really go into it as deeply because I need to really move into that direction more. But, um, yeah, so I want to tell you guys, so this weekend, my husband had his work holiday party and I know everyone's like, cause I know my friends are like, bitch, wow, why the fuck are you guys having a Christmas party or a holiday party this late? And it's because the place they booked out, which was gorgeous. It was like this farmhouse winery. I mean, beautiful. I, I would like renew my vows there to be honest. Cause it's so beautiful. And that place is very popular. So a lot of uh, people had it booked within December. So they were only able to book it from January 7th. And so it was great. It was fun. It was a, it was a casino night themed. And so we got to gamble with his workbooks, not real money, but you know, the, his, his, the, the owners of the job created little, like, um, I, I can't give his job's name out cause he doesn't want to be involved in that kind of stuff. And I'm not going to do that to him, but, um, they made like, you know, the name of the company and fake money and stuff like that, that they would give everyone that walked in. And then it was like 500, it was worth 500. And then you go and you gamble, like you play blackjack or I think it's like called roulette or something like that. I'm not sure the dice one. I, I couldn't understand that game. So I played blackjack. And what you would do is you play, you, you, you accrue all this like money and chips and stuff. And then you go and turn in for raffle tickets because they had prizes toward the end of the event. You guys, they had amazing prizes, wonderful ones. One of them was a, um, the ones that at least I had my eye on, they had an Apple watch, which I was almost interested in getting that if I won, but I already have an Apple watch. So that's why it wasn't like huge. If I didn't have an Apple watch, then I would have gotten it. The other one was a Nintendo Switch, which I did want, but someone else um, won that first because they were the first one called. And then they had this beautiful Michael Kors purse and wallet set. Immediately when I saw that, I was like, that is mine. That is mine. Because I chose like it was either going to be the Nintendo Switch or the purse, but I've been needing a wallet really bad because my wallet has fallen apart completely. And so... Michael Kors. I had a Michael Kors that my husband bought me years ago. It was this really pretty black one that was like kind of like sparkly, but not like where it looks like shitty, like childish. It was very elegant and cute. And I had used that thing to the ground. And so my friend had got me this Sailor Moon themed um, wallet and I've been using that one ever since. And that was like some years ago, like what, four years, I think ago, four or five years. And so because of that, I've used it like crazy and now all of the parts where the card is has basically come undone and it's just my cards are just all swimming all over the place. So when I'm going shopping or I have an appointment, I'm constantly sitting there trying to find my cards. I constantly organize them, but because there's no, you know, nothing holding them in, they all smush around together. So no bueno, you know what I mean? Um, so I was like, I was telling, you know, like, just putting it out there to, you know, God, like, oh, I need to make time to go to get me a, you know, a wallet. 
And I usually like to travel to like Seattle or something like that because they have like the actual full stores and everything else. And, you know, I just haven't had time to do that with school and, you know, trying to do business stuff and other stuff, you know what I mean? So I, I kept making a plan to go there, but then it would falter out because something else would come up. And so when I saw that, I was like, that's mine. And my husband was like, yeah, he was like, he was telling, you know, his coworkers, his friends, like, yeah, that's going to be my wife's purse. We're trying to win it. Like him, me, he was even trying to get some people who didn't, who didn't care about the prize. He was like, if you win, would you mind getting my wife that purse? <laughs> Cause she really wants it. And so, um, I was like, I was like laughing. I was like, oh, you guys don't have to do that. And one of them was like, oh, I don't care. I'll do it. I don't care about anything up there. I was like, oh, okay. If you want to, you know, you don't have to. But so I went up there and I played blackjack. I won lots of money. I was like, well, damn, maybe I should do this in real life. Of course not. Cause you got to use like your real money. But, um, to make a long story short, you guys, me and my husband worked together and I was the fourth one called and I got that fucking purse. First manifestation of 2023. God blessed. I'm telling you, I, and the thing that I felt like is what's different because usually when I manifest, I realize I'm a great manifester because of how I'm, I'm so easily able to visualize and feel and, um, what do you call it? Um, really wholeheartedly believe that I have it. But a lot of the things that would get in my way, especially in the past was negative thinking. And it's like, it's like when you, you think negative so that if, if it doesn't work out, you won't be disappointed. And that's what I used to do. I used to be like, um, I used to be like, oh, this will never happen. I'm never, I never win. I'm not, I'm not lucky enough and all that stuff. And I used to think like that, but this time I didn't let that get to me. I saw that fucking purse and I knew what had to be done to do it. They literally said, unless for you to win that prize, you have to gamble. And then hopefully you get enough tickets to where you get a winning ticket. Well, I did that shit the whole time. I gambled. I knew I had a gamble. I didn't get ratchet with being greedy. I noticed when I would get greedy by betting too much money, I would lose. And that's when I was like, you know what, God, just give me peace and serenity and allow me to just not get greedy. And once that happened, once I got that peace and serenity, I was just doing it, you know, like the best that I can. So I was just winning hundreds, you guys, hundreds of chips, hundred dollars worth. I had over five grand of chips. And so, um, my husband had, I think like over five grand. So we had a lot of money. Um, so we turned it in, we got the ticket and then they started to call. We went and sat down and first the person went up, the first person who got, he got the Nintendo switch. And then there was two other ladies that we were all talking. We were gambling like, oh, we're trying to get that. They're like, I'm trying to get that Michael Kors purse. I was like, me too. And they were like, oh, everyone's going to be after that one. Right the little set. And so they both got called before me. And I was like, shit, I was like, one of them's probably going to want to choose that one. And so one of them chose the Yeti bag because that was going to be my other choice too, my third choice if the other two were gone. And so the other one just, I don't know what happened. She just went up there. And so the owner of the company was standing there and I was like, I didn't want to just take it when she was called before me. And she literally said, well, she's still looking and this goes by first come first serve. So you can choose that person. Like, I was like, oh, really? Yoink. I took that. You guys, I walked out of there with that fucking purse. My husband won $500 cash. 
You guys, we were like big winners that night. I was like, oh my goodness, first manifestation of 2023, loving it. And now that I felt how that works, it's just like putting it, like me doing the work, then letting God do the rest. That's how it's supposed to work, you guys. You're supposed to let God do the work or, you know, I believe in God. If you're new here, if you don't, universe, whatever you want to call it, but I say God, but let God do the work. Don't stress, allow him to put peace and he does the rest for you. And so I, you know, people called my number. I was blessed and I, I got a new set now. I mean, it's over $600, um, um, in value. So I was like, Hey, hello. That's awesome. I didn't have to spend that. I'm not complaining. So yeah, I was, I just wanted to kind of tell you guys that it was so funny. You know, I had put it on Snapchat and then everybody was like, oh my God, but your freaking husband's company, uh, throws down on their employees. I was like, yes, they do. But okay. So let's go ahead and jump into this because, um, it's very interesting transit you guys. And before I get into it though, let me, um, talk about my store. I don't know if I have mentioned I don't know if I had already made something or if I told you guys about the little mini pendants that I made. I think I told you guys about it and I said it was going to be like $25. Well, unfortunately, I use very high quality stones. It's not that expensive, though. It's only um, it's no more than I think like 55 or 50 because um, the stones that I had were very nice stones stones you just don't find just anywhere you know what I mean especially in the sizes that they are in besides one I guess you can say and so you guys if you're interested I started wrapping like you know I I used to wrap raw stones mainly when I first started but I managed to find a new way to wrap these um raw stones and now they came out gorgeous like one of them looks like magic. I'm not kidding. It looks gorgeous. And that's, that's the, um, the one that I almost wanted to keep for myself was the, um, Herkimer diamond. It's a beautiful, beautiful Herkimer diamond. You guys, if you get it, you'll see like a little rainbow inclusion. I mean, high quality stones, you guys, even the fucking Vera Cruz amethyst, beautiful lots of little rainbow inclusions and you just see the it's just gorgeous I can't even explain it that's how pretty it is and then the other one is a green apophyllite you guys that is a wonderful healing stone and with it being green it's also very heart healing so if you have a white a clear apophyllite it's great don't get me wrong but having that green one is amazing you guys it's all these it's only three of them for right now Um, I'm trying to make more Hopefully later on today, I just have a lot of shit to do this week. I have a lot of appointments, uh, a lot of, uh, yeah, just a lot of shit to do. Um, so I've, I'm hopeful, I'm hoping to be able to work on a little bit more of the raw stones for those who enjoy raw stones and don't like cabajons, but these are elegant this time, not just like one wrap and that's it. So please check out my shop, Alari Sky Jewelry. Those three, there's nothing, they're all like 50, I think 55 or less. Um, so yeah, but, um, they're, they're worth it. They're wrapped in a silver plated because if I would have did like actual 925 silver, 
it would have been like at least 60 bucks. So this is plated, but it's not, it's non-tarnishing. I'm trying to make pendants for people who don't want to spend as much money on the ones that I have like really like real gold and stuff like that, real silver and all that and copper. Um, little minis and stuff that people enjoy. So I use that. And you can't even tell. It really looks like um, it's a beautiful um, silver plated. So it's not like it's just shit. It's actually very nice and it's non-tarnishing. So of course, don't just go swimming in it or anything, but it'll last a very long time, especially if you take care of it. Um, I sleep in mine um, all the time, uh, even if that's gold, um, gold plate, uh, silver plated, but none of them has ever tarnished ever. And I sleep with them a lot. I mean, I don't take it off unless I shower. So I'm like, I'm not kidding when I say it's very high quality stuff. So uh, go ahead and take out, uh, take out, check out Alari Sky Jewelry on Etsy. That's A-L-A-R-I-E-S-K-Y-E Jewelry. Okay, so let's go ahead and jump in. Um, so Pluto, you guys, Pluto will be, it's currently in Capricorn. It's been in Capricorn since 2008. Can you believe that shit? 2008, you know, and what did it look like when Pluto hit Capricorn? Well, in 2008, we had a recession, you know, it was financial stuff that was like falling apart, which we're already having talks of that now. But I don't, you know, it's, it's hard to say. It really is. So um, there is talks of that now, but I feel like it's going to look different. And then you'll understand once I really start to explain. But we had the recession, we had a lot of, you know, like, because Saturn is really, it's a structured planet, right? Oh, oh my God. You guys, I am so sorry. I didn't mean Saturn. I meant Capricorn. That's what I said. I was like, what the fuck am I talking about? I'm sorry. I meant Capricorn, not Saturn, (laughs) which is Saturn rule, I guess. But I just started to confuse myself. I was like, what the fuck am I talking about? What, What am I talking about Saturn for? We're not there yet, Tasha. But anyways, um... I meant Capricorn is a very structured sign. I mean, you can't say that enough. It's about building structure, building, you know, like rules and setting up systems and all that stuff. And if you look at 2008 to now, honey, it's completely different. It's a lot more rules, a lot more things like, you know, we have like the COVID, uh, COVID rules, Uh, the restrictions died down a little bit, but there's, it's still going like there's still some areas you have to wear masks in and, you know, like, you know, people, you know, having to get, you know, the, the rule uh, the mandates of vaccines and all this kind of stuff and everything. And just a lot of things like you got like cryptocurrencies and all that stuff happening. that's more sort of the like Taurus and Uranus kind of thing. Cause Uranus is also like, um, it's a radical change kind of thing. So that's more of that aspect, but still like within this year, those years, a lot, and I mean, a lot has changed. And so when it comes to Pluto, you know, it takes 248 years to go around the Shaji wheel. So I don't know. I don't, I don't, obviously I don't think no one has ever been, I should look that up. What's like the oldest like person like 
that's been alive. Like if they, no one will ever see like a full Pluto, um, Pluto going through an astrology wheel. Um, we're almost there, but like I said, because we're at the, once it moves into Aquarius, I think it's going to be in Pisces. I think what, so 2008 to 2023, I think it's like 15 years, isn't it? So add another 15 years and that's when it's going to move into Pisces, which is the last Zodiac sign. So by that time, a lot of us will be up there. Like, so if you're 20 right now, you're going to be. Uh, 35. That's not too bad. Um, if you're older than that, yeah, you're, you're going to be up there. Like if you're thirties, you're going to be like 45, 30, uh, if you're in your forties, you're going to be 55, all that stuff. So yeah, it's a lot of us will be up there. So, um, yeah, but anyways, so it takes 248 years to go around the wheel and what do we know about Pluto, right? What does Pluto symbolize in general? Of course, Pluto symbolizes the planet of death and rebirth. So there's going to be a lot of transformation. And I'll like put it all together once I get through everything, of course. It's the planet of transformation. It's a deep-rooted change, a slow change. Because obviously, it takes... Pluto a long time to even move from one sign so while it's doing its thing everyone is really learning and kind of like metaphorically dying and rebirthing learning like evolving pretty much you know um it's really about like it craves like intensity death and it's very like more of in a spiritual way in my opinion um, there is ex extreme energy, but you know, it's also very healing and restorative. You know, it's really about just becoming this new being in my opinion. And then we have Aquarius here, right? What is Aquarius? Aquarius is known as the inventor, right? The motto is I know, and I want to change that because considering this is in a, this, uh, placement is going to be in a, outer planet meaning that it affects the collective so I like to put we know with that right um their vision is not really Aquarius energy doesn't look in the past and during the present they're still they're they're thinking in futuristic terms like they're always in my opinion ahead of the game they're ahead of everyone else with their ideas and their thinking and they're really unique with what they come up with, right? Um, they're fixed air signs. So when you think of Aquarius being in Pluto, it's going to be more, I feel, with, you know, it's fixed, it's going to get shit done. But the consciousness, because air is the mental body, the consciousness is going to be very futuristic. It's going to be, everyone is just going to be in this higher consciousness. And I feel a lot of that has, is already happening now, but I'm wondering, will that really cost everyone? Cause you still have some people who are very reluctant to change and they're still looking at just the same old shit that happened 5,000 years ago or 30, 50, 80 
you know, 90 years ago and they're still stuck in that old mindset. They're not really allowing themselves to evolve like most of everyone has. A lot of us have really grown spiritually and really moving into this higher consciousness, right? So I'm wondering, is that going to cost everyone or just is it really going to XL the people who have already been working on their spirituality? Um, Aquarius energy is about new ideas, you know, mold breakers. You know, this is a sign that is normally ruled by Uranus and... They don't like to be following rules. They like to do their own shit and they like to create new shit pretty much. Very rebellious. So I can, I can really see some, I don't know. I just feel like there's going to be like some rebellion happening. Um, people are just not going to allow shit to just roll over. I feel like in my opinion, um, but also Aquarian energy is very humanitarian. It's all about the collective is what they can create that will help. That will be for the greater good of everyone, not just themselves. Now it can, you know, like all signs have a light and dark side, you know, and I'll get to that in a second. You know, they're uh, it's activists and advocating in uh, energy so a lot of like people working toward change, which I love tearing down old structure, uh, old structures and um, ideas to reinvent new ones. So you guys, that's what I'm saying. I, I really see that this is going to be the time that a lot of the old shit that how shit used to be. I don't foresee it being like that. I foresee something else completely. I really do. I just feel in my soul that it's just going to be a whole different kind of way of living. I'm praying that it's for the better, but who knows? I am not a psychic, right? Um, you know, Aquarius is about freedom and flexibility, um, experimentation. And to me, that's already also being shown as a sign. So like, I recently heard the FDA is working on a COVID-19 and a flu shot that's mixed into one. Um, yeah, so they are currently in research from it. I don't know if anyone else has heard about that, but that's what they're working on. So again, that's going to cause experimentation, right? And so... When you put Aquarius and Pluto, this is going to be a very deep, um, very deep um, transformation for the collective. This is about life as we know it. It's slowly going to change and fall and mold into something completely different that I don't think any of us could really fathom of what's going to happen, right? But it's also allowing a, like a, a healing to happen to a, 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 a new conscious way of thinking, a new almost, um, I don't know if I want to say Christ conscious, but a higher conscience that we're all going to reach with each other, right? We're going to be transforming not only with ourselves, but with everyone else. And with this said, that's also going to be causing, you know, again, new structures and 
the only thing with this is that when it comes to Aquarius energy, it can be either used to enhance humanity or manipulate. I'm going to say that again. Aquarius energy is very powerful energy. It's fixed energy, fixed air, meaning that uh, that energy is not going to move on until it's basically brought its ideas into fruition. They finish what they fucking start. That's what fixed means. So that means that that can either be used, that can get into the hands of people who are very influential to either enhance humanity or use it to manipulate. Because Aquarius energy, that is the dark side of it. Because Aquarius is air, it's in the mental realm, that means they're very good at manipulation. Extremely good. And I know some people are like, well, sometimes that's water signs. No, not necessarily in a different kind of way, in my opinion. I feel like air signs and I will even be open and honest to people before I matured and really evolved in my Libra aspect, honey, I can manipulate like a motherfucker. I can mentally manipulate someone if I want to be an asshole like that, or I can emotionally manipulate someone. And that's due to my Pisces moon. Because I feel like water signs, they emotionally manipulate people. That's the difference. They are the water sign is the emotional body. Air signs are the mental. So you can easily use mind control and really manipulate the masses, right? So that's what I'm hoping does not happen. But you just never know. Like I said, I am not a psychic. I don't I can't read the future. But I'm praying that we get some, you know, we, we move in for the better because right now I feel like everything is just a fucking mess to be honest. And that's just my own opinion, but the world is so chaotic and I just feel like so many people are just not happy anymore. And I know a lot of us are going through those changes and transformations and everything. So of course you're not going to be like smiling, like you know, the fucking joker or nothing, but it's just, I just sense a great unhappiness and stress and, you know, lost of people, at least around in my area. I just feel so many are lost and my heart goes out to that because it's no fun to feel lost and not know what to do with yourself or your life. Um, so that is just, my thing and so that is what we have to look at um for Pluto and Aquarius a lot of transformation intensity growth um really a lot of you know like I said breaking down of old to the new so be prepared for that but I wanted to mention though Aquarius it moves there as mentioned in March 23rd 2023 but it will go in retrograde. You know, it goes in retrograde around the summertime. So it's going to end up going back into Capricorn, meaning that that is the last time you can use Capricorn energy and Pluto to really wrap up, um, you know, like whatever systems or whatever um, type of business kind of aspect uh, with that placement. Because after that, honey, it's gone. And you obviously will not be alive to see the next time it comes in there. So 
that will be your last time. And then it will officially move into Aquarius from uh, 11, uh, November 19, 2023. And so that after that, it will be there for about 15 years. Now let's go ahead and move on to Saturn. So Saturn in Pisces happens on March 7th, 2023. So lucky for you, um, people who have had a Aquarius Saturn return. I know it kicked your fucking ass, didn't it? Didn't it? Didn't it? Because I know mine fucking kicked my ass. It was a straight up transformation and growth like a motherfucker. <laughs> okay. So um, I completely understand that it whipped your ass. Like um, my husband is a um, Aquarius Saturn and just seeing like everything that has happened with him, it, it was a complete, it's like he has awakened and he has really came out with new eyes, like new vision. So it kicked his ass and like it, I, I felt so bad for that because I'm someone who I don't like to see people go through hardships and pain, but I know there's nothing I can do for that. And all I can do is be there to support him, which I was because it wasn't easy for him. I, I know, I know it was not. So, um, that is coming to an end for you guys. So, you know, let's give a round of applause for you guys who survived that. And I hope you guys grew, grew, grew from that because that's what Saturn does. It basically, basically drags you down to look at the shit that you haven't been working on and you haven't fucked with, and it will just basically punch you in the face with it. So now, that Aquarius is finna leave and it's at its end. Oh, Pisces and Saturn, it is your turn for the next three years. So get ready, be prepared. And with it being in a water sign, um, <laughs> that's not a bad thing, but it's just like the shadow side of that sign. Um, it, it's, you know, it's not good and I'll get into it. So Saturn again takes 27 to 30 years to go around the astrological wheels. So that's why usually when you're around like what 27, 28 to 30, um, that's when you're experiencing your Saturn return. And that's why you kind of like go through like hell. And then like, once you hit 30, you're, you're like, oh, like, it's like, oh, I see. Like, you know, I've, I've outgrown this stuff, you know? So yeah, happens every time. So the next time, now that you guys got done, you'll probably be in your 50s, I believe, by the next time um, you have another Saturn return. Uh, I think most people get through two Saturn returns. Some may get to the um, the third one, because I think the third one happens either in the 70s or 80s, when you're 70s or 80, 80 years old, one of the two. Uh, but yeah, so what is Saturn? All right. And this also happens on March 7, 2023. I don't know if I already said that. Saturn is like, it's maturity, it's growth. It's having hardship and karma. That's kind of what the Saturn turns are kind of based on. Like the karma of all the bullshit you didn't fuck with. And now it's like here for you to be like, you have to deal no matter what and learn. But it's also about evolving and blossoming into responsible 
and structured person, but also it can be restrictive, cold, and depressing. So um, Saturn is just very restrictive. That's why it's used as one of the things for diseases in medical astrology because that's how bad it can be. <laughs> you know, it's about creating a system and routine. It helps you kind of learn to, you know, use that kind of aspect of it, right? And so Pisces, though, when you add Pisces with that, the model for Pisces is, I believe, and again, since uh, this is like a collective thing because it's an outer planet, I like to switch it to we believe. Um, it's like I believe and we believe, so not necessarily switching it, but this is a sign that's sensitive and psychic. It is, Pisces is known as the dreamer. You know, it's allowing ourselves to dream and fantasize having empathy and compassion, you know, very, really honing into our spiritual side and intuition, right? So you add Pisces with Saturn. Basically what we're looking at, you guys, is creating a structured way to, uh, for our dreams and making them a reality, so again, uh, Saturn is a, it's a work planet. It's, it's about creating you know, creating a, I get so tongue tied, creating a, um, how can I say this? It's like creating a plan on how to approach something, you know, like it's basically like, let me, how can I give an example of this? So, <clears throat> excuse me. At night, let's say I dream that, um, let's say I had a dream that Alari Sky is going to become a brick and motor, right? And if you don't want to, if you don't know what a brick and motor is, a brick and motor is a building, like me putting my store in an actual building and not doing it online. So how that would look in the Pisces and Saturn or Saturn and Pisces, that would look like for me, for one, and this is when it's really important to have a dream journal, writing that dream down and being very detailed about what I seen in it, like how the building looked, what was inside the building, what did the jewelry look like, what, you know, um, other aspects of the, building did I have like what color were the walls did I have incense burning did I have plants did I have home decor crystals in there you know um, how the layout is you know how the name of the sign looks you know what I mean Um, the location of the building right writing all that in a dream journal and then taking that knowing that like, let's say that's something that I dreamed of doing is owning my own brick and motor for my jewelry shop, taking that and making that a reality. So you see how I just took my dreams, Piscean, right? The dreamer, and then wrote it down in a dream book, very Saturnian, right? Writing it down. Then I take that dream book and I make a plan for it. Like, let's say I want to build that in within the next five years, right? I'm building a plan, structure, planning, Saturnian, and making this dream, like 
making a budget for this to see how much it's going to cost. Again, very Saturnian. And really visualizing Piscean again of how this is going to turn out, right? How I want it to look. How to make this dream, Piscean, become reality, Saturnian, right? So hopefully that made sense for you guys because that's the best way I could really put it. But that is really what it's about. It's going to be us making a plan and making our dreams come true. Really using that spiritual part of Pisces. You know, Pisces is, again, a huge fantasizer. Letting those fantasies, like running away with those fantasies, not getting lost in it now to the point where you're not doing shit and you're not living in reality. But having a balance of really using that fantasy and that dream to enhance your life, to make your goals come true. But you're just using planning with, it's like, it's like Saturn and Pisces getting married. They're holding hands because they're both using their strong suits of their energies to make each other work, right? Now, the problem with Pisces when it comes to the shadow side, because see, this is the positive side having a balance of dreaming and fantasy and making it like still being able to make things come true. Now the shadow side of Pisces, and this is what I worry about for those of you who have the Pisces uh, Saturn return, beware of allowing yourself to get lost in your fantasies where to the point where you're not even in reality anymore. Like the things that you see, you're not really comprehending that, there's a way you have to kind of execute or, you know, where you're just spending too much time in like the dream world and not in reality to the point you get lost. You start to become, you start to play the victim because nothing is getting done. And the thing when it comes to Piscean energy is addiction, you know, can happen. So be careful with people starting to pop pills to make themselves either feel better or start abusing drugs to escape and all that stuff so be very aware of that because as a collective we all can believe remember Pisces I believe we believe really having compassion for ourselves and others and how to you know like execute and get things done really using our intuition to plan and see where we want to go in life This is all about healing, you guys. This is a huge collective healing, a huge transformation and everything. So I hope, (laughs) I hope that was a good explanation of all of this. Um, You can always read about it too, but this is just my own perspective of it. This is what I foresee. I just foresee a huge spiritual growth and a huge transformation in the collective within not only ourselves singly, but with everyone, everything. So I'm praying it's for the best and Lord help us if it's not. And we get people who are just a mess. Also all Mercury retrogrades this year will be in earth signs, meaning this is the time to really look at finances because earth is about materialistic stuff, materializing money, business, and all that kind of stuff especially Capricorn, Virgo, and Taurus is the leading, you know, it's the house of finance. Um, It it rules the second house. So this is a good time to get your fucking money right because this is like 
this is going to be a little bit before they're back in the earth signs again. So use this time. The, Merc uh, the retrogrades are all about going inward to figure out where the fuck you're going wrong with your um, finances. So that's what I've been working my ass off on as well. And I hope everyone else is too. It's best to do your, you know, like be prepared. If there's talks of recessions and stuff, you guys, we got to be prepared. We can't, we can't sit here and shit around and stuff like that and just ignore it and think that, Oh, let's just talk, you know. Okay, it's just talk, but be a little prepared. Don't don't just ignore everything, please, cuz I don't want any of you to be caught off guard, especially will those um th this is in America. Uh, I don't know what's happening in the other countries, um but in America there are talks of recession. So we have to really be prepared and everything else. So truly use this time. I'm also thinking of uh starting a new um uh, I don't know if I can say series, I guess, um, of how to, um, how to eat, um, since we're in the moon area, how to eat, um, and, um, by your moon sign. So that way for those of us in health who has health goals or who just maybe even want to know, we can take each season, of course, eat by the season, but eat for our moon sign and what will be the best for it. Right. And then I'm, I was going to do it and then really like, um, what do you call it? Write down how I feel and everything else. And then like kind of do like a, I don't know, like a 30, 30 day challenge for it. Is that, and also as well as a crystal I'm looking right now, I'm looking at crystals for, um, you know, like certain goals that I have in health and fitness. And I'm going to wear that for 30 days and document like if it worked or not, because you, you guys know, I love to use healing crystals for its healing properties and everything else. And I remember, I don't know if I told you guys, I think I had this podcast last time. It happened like a few years ago, um, where I used a blue appetite. So that's, I'm not going to use this one. Cause I actually had experience with this. I used a blue appetite and, um, I ate well because at the time I had an issue with like kind of like eating really mashed sugars and junks and blue appetite is known to kind of suppress that appetite. So, um, I did that and it did manage. I never took it off. I only took it off to shower and this is before I knew how to wrap very good. So the unfortunate thing is, is that, um, the, the wire that I had on it tarnished really bad because it was like very cheapy wire. Cause I didn't know anything about square wires and shit like that then. And the stone was starting to slip out of the wire, but basically I used it for 30 days and I lost inches, you guys off my waist. Like I'm not kidding three inches. And actually I lied. I don't think it was for 30 days. I used it for, I want to say two or three weeks. Or was it four weeks? I don't know. And maybe it was like, it was a few, it was, it wasn't like one week. It was like three or four weeks, I think, but I did lose inches off. But then once I took it off, you know, of course, you know, I went back to eating my things. So I was like, Ooh, I was like, I want to like, I'm not going to use that one. Cause I've already had experience with that one. So I'm, I'm thinking about going on TikTok and kind of using that as a documentation or Instagram as a documentation of how it worked, how it's working each week. And of course, I'm not going to sit there and just be like, oh, the crystal's going to do all the work and I'm not going to do shit, right? No, I'm still going to exercise. I'm still going to eat right, but I'm going to see if like 
for example, iolite is great for getting rid of fat pockets and fat, fat, fatty tissues. So meaning that I would be burning more fat because of wearing that, right? I was either thinking that one, carnelian or um, sodalite, I heard. But I have to really look and see which ones because I'm looking for one that it's not so much of appetite. It's more of like um, fat burning, calorie burning and um, good digestion. That's what I was looking for. So I'll let you guys know, of course, I'll keep you guys updated to see how it works out. But I'm thinking of doing that. I'm definitely going to do the moon one because I think we all could benefit from that. So I love you guys so much. I'm going to head out. I got to start reading for my lesson because I will be in Seattle tomorrow. So yeah, I'll be out of town. So anyway, I love you guys so much. Take care. Follow your heart. Follow your dreams. Really allow yourself to... You know, if you can dream it, you can do it. Don't don't let anyone tell you anything else. And I hope you guys are really sticking to your goals and really creating the life you love. So I truly love you guys so much. And again, if you want to support your girl on crystals, pendants, and I still have some home decor up there, please visit Alari Sky Jewelry on Etsy. Okay, love you so much. Bye.